podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Dundee United 1, Rangers now. Um, this is a wee bit new anyway. Uh, I'm your host Scott Carney and joining me after the Pfizer had took him for a couple of days is Scott Gemmel. How's it going mate? Uh, as you see I was starting, I got my um, second jag on Monday there and oh, I've been feeling terrible all week. Started to feel a wee bit better last night. Felt okay this morning and then I think I've just been brought back down to where I was. <laughs> Yeah. After that. yeah, then you just watched the uh, Rangers get beat off Dundee United. So, yeah, mate, um, I mean, without Rangers deserved it, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and paint it to be something that, it, that it's not. There was just a lack of cutting edge in the final third. Too many players just haven't shown up yet for this season and it's been kind of getting, they've especially got a free pass really against um, Livingston, obviously we get found out a bit against Malmo, uh, but we will jump into the game, mate, but can you disagree with anything that I, that I said there? Not really. I've had a, a few concerns since the middle of pre-season. I know we, we spoke about how pre-seasons this year has been a bit disjointed. He's not had his full-strength squad, and I've had wee niggling concerns at the back, the Livy game the, and the result, the, the, the scoreline rather than the, the kind of play during it, um, kind of maybe mashed over that a wee bit. But there's wee niggling concerns, and there's always the fear, we're going to hold up this season to last season, which last season, particularly in the league, was unbelievable. So um, it's, it's it's harsh to do that, but I think it's natural to do it as well. Um, aye, so I, can, I can't disagree. No, as I say, the, the run was always going to come to an end, mate. Let's be honest, we have just been on and... Unbelievable, unbeaten run in the league. I mean, we really have, and it was always going to happen. I don't think many expected it to be today, um, but I mean, from the get go of the the game, you, you could see that Dundee United were well and truly up for it. They looked well more up for it than Rangers were, put it that way. And the amount of energy they were putting into the game, especially in the first half, it's kind of really what's got them through. Let's be honest. Um, second half, we will break it down. Second half, Rangers dominated, but yeah, as I mentioned, just not enough cutting edge and not enough of our our big players, if you like, are really coming to the coming to the front uh, and kind of taking charge. Um, so the starting eleven today was McLaughlin, Tavernier, Goldson, Holander. Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Lundstrom, Aribo, Kent and Morelos. Uh, good to see Morelos back, obviously. The subs were McGregor, Patterson, Simpson, Arfield, Wright, Itton and Defoe. So the kind of big shock that was no roof, but Gerrard did confirm pre-match that he uh, has a family issue and the club are kind of fully supporting him with it. And obviously there was no Sakala, but I would maybe say that's a kind of pointer towards what's maybe going to happen on Tuesday night. But we'll jump into the game, mate. Um, before that, any great shocks in the team, really, for you? No, I would say, on paper, that's arguably our strongest team, apart mm. from maybe McGregor and Hadji playing in there. Um, I would say you look at that, and like I messaged you boys earlier in the day and said, uh, we should be winning that game fairly comfortable with that team. You'd like to think. So, no shocks. And, it, you know, as you touch on Ruth, obviously having some issues that hope it all goes okay with hey, for him. But no, yeah, fairly, fairly, very strong team, I would 
yeah, well, more than enough to fucking beat Dundee in a year, mate, that's for sure. <laughs> but obviously, that's not what happened. Uh, so, I mean, from the get-go, Dundee United won a free kick really early on. Gave him a couple of early corners. Nothing really comes of it, but United had, uh, definitely started the, the better in the first five minutes or so. There was a shot from distance, but it was easily dealt by McLaughlin. Rangers settled in a wee bit at that point. Good work from Aribo down the right-hand side. Dan sees his way around about three defenders. Cuts it back to Morelos, but his efforts over and wider marks. Morelos, his first chance since being back playing competitive football. Can't really be too much of a criticism there for him. Hollander then has a, a headed effort. Uh, go wide from a corner on 16 minutes and that's kind of the first 20 minutes to be honest United are trying to have a go anytime they're in possession then sitting in as soon as Rangers get control of the ball but you could see that United were trying to catch us on the break as much as they could but in the first 20 minutes mate not really a great deal in the match No I mean what we had what five or six minutes in as you mentioned to be Aribo and Morelos a couple of wee, a wee phase of play where um Rebo slipped in a really good ball for Morelos. Mulgrew, to be fair, him put in a really good block to Kenny nullify what Morelos was going to get in the shot away. And then Rebo picks it up again, hits it back to um, Alfie, and yeah, the ball. I think the ball just gets away from him a wee bit, and it just you know it goes wide. Um, but I think for us in that first twenty minutes, that was all we really done. Dundee United in that first twenty minutes, they looked a bit stronger. They looked. Um, a bit more wanting it, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you know, what I was thinking is, you forget, they've played, what, six, this will have been their sixth competitive league, or competitive match, because they had the, the League Cup games. And I think they were back at the start of July. They were yeah. back playing competitive football that actually means something. Now, does that have enough? I know they're playing against teams in lower divisions and everything, but it's still a name you would imagine for Dundee United to progress in that League Cup. So it's important, important games, whereas we are playing friendly games, getting ourselves up to speed. And I, th- I think you could see that, that Dundee United did look that wee bit sharper. Agreed, mate, but <clears throat> how long are we going to just continue to let this be the case? Do you know what I mean? Now we're, we're now fully up and running. We're in, um, well, we've got a Champions League, second leg of a, a Champions League qualifier coming up. We're into competitive football now, so... Yeah, I, I do understand where you're coming from, mate, and I would tend to agree with it, but that excuse is going to run out very, very quickly now. Do you know what I mean? There's not a lot yeah, left for, for that excuse. This is that, yeah. Today is probably... This is the last time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you cannot use it anymore. Tuesday coming up, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I see, Rangers are... We try and get some time on the ball, but really throughout the first half, we don't really control the ball at any time. I mean, Dundee United did well in the first half. I'll, I'll give them their credit, and they worked their ass off. They really did, but there was there was no way they were going to be able to keep that up for the full 90. Um, 20, we've got 23 minutes. Good play from Rangers. And a pass of real quality from Davis gets to Aribo. It's just inside the box. He tries to tee up Kent, but it doesn't quite come off, and it's cleared. From the resulting throw, Rangers then win a free kick on the edge of the box after Morelos is brought down. Barisic hits the uh, ball straight into the straight into the wall like he'd done the, in the Malmo game. It was a rather poor attempt. Uh, the second phase of play leads to a header from Morelos at the back post, but he's leaning away from goal, and it goes wide of the near post. 30 minutes now, really. Um, United are still looking lively, putting the effort in, uh, giving their crowd something to cheer about, who were... They were well and truly up for it, there's no doubt about that. It's the first time they've had a crowd back in Canada, so you would expect that. I'm not sure Rangers handled that particularly well. Um, 
again, that's open for interpretation. I think that one, whether we did or we didn't, but I don't think, um, especially when they scored, I don't think we handled that pretty well. We'll come on to that, mate. But yeah, as I say, 38 minutes, Goldson's then booked for bringing down a United player as he's running running at pace at him. I think we're all just becoming a bit frustrated at this point. I think the fans were, uh, Rangers fans. I mean, just going by the group messages that I had, it was my phone was lighting up like a Christmas tree. Uh, and the players were getting frustrated, and so was the manager. You could you could see that what United were doing was really stopping Rangers doing anything at all. Forty-one minutes. Uh, McGrew can maybe count himself a wee bit lucky here. Uh, brings down Morelos as the last man. There are players running back for United, but in my opinion, if he doesn't grab Morelos there, Morelos gets a shot away. And I'm not fucking before the Tims that have definitely tuned in to watch this mate want to jump on me for it. Uh, I do still think that Morelos would have got a shot off, so I think he's a wee bit lucky to only get a yellow for it. Yeah, no, I think it was was it Smith or Edwards that was kind of covering in the right back position. That mm-hmm. if they weren't there, then yeah, I think red card would have been yeah because it was one of the, what we if you, you do it in your own team, you're like oh, that's a very good professional foul. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas it's fixed against you, you're like no, get him off. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean because he had the cover of the, the, the right back or whoever was sitting in the right back position at that point. Um, kind of got him away with the yellow only, but uh, it could have been a red easily if didn't have that cover. And I agree, I thought Morelos would have got away. I mean, he's been running around car parks the last week or so. so <laughs> you must be fat. You must be fat if you shouldn't have car parks. <laughs> but aye, from the result, the result free kick from that, Tav probably goes closest at that point um, with the free kick that we went all the, the kind of first half, but it, the ball just didn't come back down quick enough and it's over a bar. No added on time at the end of the half, and it's now now. So half time, mate. Uh, my thoughts were Aribo and Morelos were looking decent, to be honest. Tav was trying his best to get down the right hand side, trying to get something linked up. Um, I will mention, obviously, that obviously Ali's not here. He's watching it elsewhere today and can't come on. But he he did bring up Lundstrom. Um, I think he's one of the players that I mean, mate. That's just not quite came to the quite came to the party yet. Would that be fair. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I said in a group chat that the midfield was my concern. It was where Dundee United were dominating. As I think Davis played, Davis and Aribo for me were pretty much standouts, not the right word, but they were kind of better players in that first half. Um, but the midfield, it wasn't clicking. It wasn't linking up with the defence. It wasn't linking up with the attack. So then you know, Kent's getting isolated. You've seen Kent again dropping back very deep to try and get the ball, try to make something happen. And then he just, because he's that far deep, he's running into, what, 10 orange bodies. Um, yeah, the midfield wasn't quite clicking for me. And I was concerned because, as I mentioned, Daribo was playing really well, I thought, in the first half. You know, he was giving us the control in the ball at the times. But we only had our field on the bench to kind of switch up that midfield. So it would yeah. mean that you're either bringing right or our field on and Aribo would need to come back. Um, yeah. But on, on Lundstrom, it's far too early. You know, I mean, that's what is only his third competitive game for us. It's far too early to, to judge a player after three games. But right now, he's taken a wee while. He got up to up to speed. But we, we see that happen all the time, particularly in Scotland. In Scottish yeah. games, it's madhouse up here. 
the way we play football. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, there's no other league like it in the world, mate, that's for sure. So you, you can cut him a wee bit of slack in that terms, but yeah, he's just not really cutting the mustard as of yet. Uh, but it's still early days with him, let's be honest. So we'll get into the second half, mate. Lundstrom and Tav link up down the right-hand side uh, on 47 minutes. Uh, the cross for Tav's too close to the keeper, but it was... A good sign. Um, Rangers were looking to really get going. And as we'd mentioned, uh, I'd, I'd mentioned earlier on, United didn't start that half the way they'd started with the intensity of the first because it would have been impossible for them to keep that up. Uh, Aribo then spinning past the man on the left-hand side puts in a real dangerous low cross and it's cleared away for a corner just before it comes to Morelos. Uh, but as I said, Rangers were starting the half much better. Again, Aribo doing well down the left-hand side, twisting and turning to win a corner. The second phase... Uh, leads to a shot from Tav eh, from distance, but it's saved and turned away from a corner. But much more positive. Um, and as we're kind of settling down to things, Rangers were in total dominance of the game, mate. I kind of, it's a freak goal. I mean, let, let's be honest, it's a goal that no one would have seen coming the way that second half started. Eh, Kent has a chance to break. He's passed to Morelos, who's an absolute shocker. It's then passed out to the left-hand side. The boy's breaking forward. His pass is then deflected off Davis. It kind of loops up, kind of over the defence. Not quite over, but kind of loops up. Boy Robson's first to react to it, and he, he does really well to finish it. I, I can't take anything away from the finish. He gets in front of Goldson. Goldson couldn't touch him. If Goldson had touched him, it would have been a penalty and a red card. And Rangers are 1-0 down, mate. But we didn't make our start to the second half count, mate, and we've been caught out. Yeah, we have. Um, the goal itself, yeah, it is. It's that nick that takes off Davis. Falls perfectly for the boy. And to be fair to the boy, he, he slots it away pretty coolly. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, McLaughlin's got a chance that he could save that, but the boy does well enough that, you know, there's no there's no fault in McLaughlin, certainly in my mind. Um, it was against the runny play. You know, there was, it was shades of Malmo in terms of. <laughs> They were, uh, they were okay, but not really threatening us. Like I think certainly us, we only had what a shot and first shot and target was in what 34, 35 minutes. Yeah, something like that. Se- yeah, the second one would have been that Tav Tav attempt mm-hmm. that the keeper the Seagrass dealt with fairly. It was a fairly comfortable save for him to make. Um, it had shades of that Malmo game to me. Um, we just I don't know what's going on at the minute. We just. Lacking a wee bit of intensity, lacking a wee bit of press, you know, the high press that we've seen all last season, lacking that a wee bit. It's, yeah. uh, it's a, not great at the minute. It's not great. I think it's a. It's, I don't know if you. I spoke to Ali at half time, he phoned me at half time and we were talking, and I don't know if. Rangers, I, I hate saying this, but we're not really getting the break of the ball, if you know what I mean. It's, it, the ball doesn't seem to be falling right for us. But then there's also a pass, a passes are, they're not miles off, but they're like maybe about a quarter of a yard off. And it's just that wee extra stretch that somebody's got to make that kind of breaks up the flow of the play that we're trying to do. And I don't know, it's frustrating. I mean, we'll come on to Ryan Kent. Um, I suppose, we, I suppose we, we probably could now, to be honest, but he started okay in the second half. He was showed spells in the first half and was trying to get himself involved. Towards the end of the second half, he was just not really there. He just wasn't really doing anything, getting himself involved. Again, I don't want to put too much blame on him. As soon as he gets the ball, he's got about three guys around him. Do you know what I mean? We have to look to try and do something else instead of always trying to get 
I'm involved, and I can never ever fault the guy's effort. But Kent was somebody we needed today, and it just didn't happen. No, it didn't. And again, harking back to the game on Tuesday night, it was similar. Just kind of running into bodies, and yeah, you're right. He always puts an effort. But the, the problem you've got with a player like Kent is that they're going to have these wee dips where they're not, you know, they're running into bother. People are doubling up, trebling up, quadrupling up on them mm-hmm. sometimes. And it, it's very difficult for him because he's probably, arguably, our best player. Mm-hmm. And um, our most potent threat, decent, certainly going forward, I would say. Um, and teams identify that and teams try to nullify them any way they can. And it gets frustrating for him because he drops deeper. And as soon as he drops deeper, he's not where you want him to be. You know where the pass should come from. He should. Someone should be passing him, but he's getting yeah. the ball. It's like the pass, uh, the move he starts. He should actually be towards the end of that move. Instead, he's not. He's yeah. at the start of it because he keeps dropping deep. Yeah. So yeah, Kent again frustrating, but we're going to get that. Those type of players, you get that. You know, it's yeah. not an out and out winger, but we, we we all know that from like. Or days of David Cooper, Loudrop, they have these days where it just it doesn't come off for them. Yeah. Uh, so then on at 69 minutes, Lundstrom comes off, right comes on. Um, he offered very little, as we spoke about. Our midfield as well, it looked a bit tight. It looked like we were all far too close. Him and Davis were taking up the kind of same positions. I don't know if even Davis and Lundstrom have got used to playing in the same team as each other, and I'm not. I'm not fully putting the blame of that on Lundstrom. We all, every player has to adjust to somebody else coming into the team. And I found that they, they were kind of, at some point, you could have threw a, threw a towel over them. They were that close together. So it's one to work on for sure. Um, Lundstrom, as I say, still to still to fully settle in. I think that's probably the nicest thing we can probably say about it. On, but, that, on that, Scott. Yeah, go, mate. Jump in. That's what I think Hadji would be better. We've seen in pre season where Hadji's playing. Kind of the top of the three, and I think that's what he's. Hadji's to me, he's wasted out in the right hand side of the front three. Yeah. Hadji's playing through the centre. I think that's where he's perfect. And as you say, Lundstrom, Davis, and Kamara, they've got attacking ability in them, but it's within them. It's not. An, I don't think it's totally natural to them like it would be for Hadji. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's. I think that was what we were maybe missing in midfield. That we had too many similar type players there and yeah. not, that, not that guy that then could then go in and break the lines and connect to the the, the top guys yeah I think it was that way I think um, we were getting trying, almost getting forced through the middle because of the way Dundee United as well were trying to nullify Tav and Barisic but then all of a sudden it was we were all in the same position and it was just becoming a bit scrappy look it wasn't a high quality game at all today I mean it really wasn't there was it was messy from both teams in parts, I mean, Rangers put the odd, the odd good passing plays in, and it just wasn't coming off really in the end. But no team really made a clear cut chance from open play. Um, Rangers came closest just after that um, from a from a set piece with a golden header. Rangers were pressing high up the park, uh, one possession right outside the box, but Kamara takes far too long to get the shot away. And I think this is the one that you'd messaged me and said, why did he not slip in Kent now? Yeah, Kent's wide open in the left, isn't he? And now I don't yeah. know if Kamara's not heard him, he's not seen him, which I, I would imagine will be the case. But Kent was sitting gaping for the, him to slide him in and then it's pretty much a tap-in. Not a mm-hmm. tap-in, but gets a shot away. 
test it. It, oh, it was. It was you'd imagine he would have scored. You would imagine he would have scored. Yeah, you'd like to think so. Um, yeah, I, I kind of started yelling very loudly at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, to be honest, I was quite calm today. It was only it was quite it was later on, maybe midway through the kind of about eighty five minutes or so, I started to get proper annoyed. But I mean, I was going well. You can't really complain too much, do you know what I mean? Because Rangers just simply didn't do enough. We didn't create create enough from. You can dominate halves as much as you want, mate. You can dominate possession in the the first two thirds of the park if you want. But if you're not doing anything with it in the final third, you're not going to get anything from the game. And I think that's exactly what happened to Rangers today. We just did not do enough to make any real clear cut chance at all. Apart from the closest we came was a set piece. And it's not that's not good enough. Uh, to, 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 it's just not for, for a team like Rangers. It's just, that's not good enough. Uh, Kent then comes off. Um, with Cedric Etten come on, followed closely after that by Morelos going off and Defoe going on. Um, at one point, I thought he was going to leave Morelos, Etten, and Defoe on at the same time, and I was like, God, he's really going for it. It's just anybody that's ever scored a goal before just get changed and go in the park and try and score. Um, but Rangers really huff and puff, mate, for the last 10 minutes, including the five minutes they've added on time. But again, do not create a clear-cut chance. And the game finishes 1-0 to Dundee United and they celebrate it like they've just won the Champions League, mate. And to be honest, who can blame them? Let's be honest, they have just beat the uh, the, the unbeaten champions, mate. So, full-time, mate, as I say, Rangers were just far too sloppy. Not enough in the final third. Um, as I say, closest was a header. And Tuesday night's coming up, mate. Rangers have to up the levels and some to have any chance of getting in out of Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean, let's look at the even the what 80 minutes, no, 70 minutes of the living game between sort of the first 15 and the last 10 mm-hmm. in that period, and then the Malmo game and today. There's not really been the urgency, there's not been the press, there's not been the intensity. And we need to we need to help that up. It's it, it, you were right when you, you kicked this off. It doesn't feel normal. It's strange. This <laughs> it's a, a new experience. Um, but at the moment, Rangers aren't. They're not all clicking. You know, that that, that hopefully, hopefully it'll come. But it needs to come very quickly. I mean, it needs to come on Tuesday night. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's as if. Um, hello Rangers the season has started can we start now please Like, can, can we now go thanks very much because we, we have to up it for Tuesday um, if we dwindle about like that on a Tuesday night in front of a packed Ibrox we could be in for a very very long 90 minutes um, Rangers really have to seriously up their game uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it and look t- the defeat was always going to happen mate it was always going to come um, I'm not Completely shocked by it. Obviously, by the way we watched the game, I would be furious if we had peppered their their goal with shots, mate. But we didn't. Uh, we didn't, as I say, one real clear cut chance um, to score. Tav's free kick, maybe you could say, but again, he's he's he, it's a not bad attempt from him. Barish, which is poor, but it's just pull your socks up, Rangers. Now, do you know what I mean? This is this should be the wake up call now, and Rangers have to start. Putting the effort, not the effort, putting the intensity, as you said, mate, putting the intensity into our play, sharpening up the passes and going for teams the way we have done. This petering about and hoping for a half chance to score, it's not going to cut the mustard. No, it's, 
I mean, we're only three competitive games in and we're yeah. feeling a bit down. Of course, we're going to feel down and we've just get defeated. You know, you, you were hoping that that undefeated run would last longer than it has. But as you say, it, it did have to end at some point. So yeah. we can, I think it's the case we just can reset and go again. Reset, go again, mate. It's the only way we can do it now, to be honest. Of course, we're going to be upset. I'm not going to throw my toys at the pram, mate, and say, that's it, league's over fire, Gerald, because we're far from that. There's plenty of... Um, there's plenty of quality in this team. I just hope this is a wee bit of a, a, a wee bit of a wake up call now that we are um we're gonna just need to up it. We're gonna need up the gears, up the levels and start doing what Rangers do, and that's dominate games and put teams like that to bed. Um it's as simple as that. So your man of the match today, Scosh. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard when you get beat. It's hard when you get beat. Yeah. I mean I I mentioned in the, the first half that um Davis and Aribo impress me and I, I think I'll, I'll always give it to Davis don't I um, he was my player this season last year I think Aribo you know he's come back in at the squad I, we don't know why he was missing um, on Tuesday night don't know what was wrong there if he's pulled a bit, um, you know injury or something but I thought Aribo looked class I mean he looked on it when he, when he got it and because the midfield wasn't working as well as it should have he was getting isolated a wee bit but every time he did get the ball he seemed to create a wee bit Something to give me else a half chance, so I'll go for a rebo. Yeah, I'm going for Joe Rebo too, mate. Uh, and I think it, I think he shows his class when he was moved back once uh, Lundstrom went off and Scott Wright came on, and they he moved out to the right hand side of the three with Tav and Wright out there, and they. Some of it's when we start when the app first started, they looked promising. They three, they they, were, they linked up quite well. Um, obviously, nothing really came off in the end, but the, the in the middle third of the park, the link up play was much better than it had been pretty much the entire match. So yeah, I'll give it to I'll give it to Adi Bowen. Yeah, I think he's he's going to be vital for us. It's just a shame that it, it's really not come off for us today. So Scott, that'll do us, mate. Um, I'm sorry that you're you're welcome back to the podcast, mate. Has been a defeat, um, but <laughs> such is life, mate. We've just got as you said, dust yourself off well, and go again. But cheers, mate. I'll be back on in Tuesday night and hope. I mean, that'll be like what a, a two 0 win will do me on Tuesday hmm. to get us through. You know, vitally important. So yeah, it will be. Uh, it'll be a. Mu- be a much different podcast, mate, if you went to that 2-0 on Tuesday. I tell you that. But no, cheers, mate. Um, so thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, and hello, Timmy. It's good to see you back. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday, as we've just said, after the Malmo game. Uh, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and we'll speak to you all next time. Cheers. Podcast Network.